could have got here quicker if I let the devil swim me, but my prayers went up and my buses came down. Thinking God every day, that's your girl above ground. And that's how a hot girl do it. Keep her head up even when she going through it. My crown might slip, but it never ever falls. If my niggas ever need me, they know I am who to call. Cause I'm icy. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Smangy, and welcome to the 46th episode of Avocado and Honey. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out the previous episode, episode 44. Five with Jordan Plain. We were talking about depression. Uh, we were talking about our experiences with depression and how we um, recover from it and how we like to be treated when we're depressed and things like that. So go ahead and check out that episode. Um, if you enjoyed or um, <laughs> if you like that episode and if you like this episode, please be sure to spread the word on Avocado and Honey. So tell a friend, um, like, subscribe, share to social media you know all that jazz just spread the word out on avocado and honey uh so today you just got me that's why i have on my my little radio voice because it's just me in the corner today but um yeah i just moved into my studio apartment up in harlem and i'm having are getting a lot of questions and things about just living here in new york city so i kind of want to give you all like a brief history of my living situations because there are tons of them out here in New York City your girl's been through it yeah so I kind of want to just talk about that and I guess give some tips on finding a place out here um I really can't give much tips on finding good roommates because I tend to just fuck with everybody until I move in and it's not what it seems so um yeah so your girl moved here august or sorry july (laughs) i'm on some shit um there's no ac or anything in here and it's hot so i may be a little bit delusional but i moved here january 7th 2015 and when i first moved here i was up in harlem uh, near 135th it was a black family that housed me and it was a great situation shout out to kk in india they're my first new york family um y'all might actually hear from kk in a future episode this summer because she's a great uh storyteller and she has tons of stories um that are just hilarious and entertainment entertaining so um and i told her i would put her on my podcast so um y'all definitely will be hearing from kk this summer um but yeah, it was great there. Um, the only reason why I left was because, one, it was my first time in New York, and I thought I was overpaying, y'all. I was on 135th in Harlem, and I was renting out a room, and I was paying 750 750 I thought that was too much. Now that room is probably going for close to 1000 or something like that, but... Um, yeah, so my naive ass was like, I'm pretty sure I could find something cheaper. So, you know, I go straight to Craigslist because I consider myself a Craigslist connoisseur (laughs) and I found um, a place up in the Bronx it was off the four train I think at Westchester and it was like um, a woman and her daughter Um, it was a cool situation Um, they were cool but the place ended up um, infested with bed bugs so this was my first encounter with bed bugs I legit thought that bed bugs were just the same I didn't realize that they were actually bed bugs like bugs that are on your bed and they'll eat you the fuck alive once you go to sleep or not even once you just touch that bed they like are chewing your ass up but um yeah that was a horrible experience um I feel like I was kind of hunted by the bed bugs after that I used to have nightmares and shit y'all was bad I'm not over exaggerating if y'all from New York if you even experienced bed bugs then I'm pretty sure you, you can feel me but Um, I left everything there, like my bed, most of my linens. I just legit took my clothes, went right to the laundry, washed and dried my clothes like three or four times, put them in some um, trash bags, and I moved to my next spot, which was in Washington Heights. 
I have a funny story about the bed bugs though because one they're embarrassing um but you also can get um you can get bed bugs no matter who you are like the richest people here can get bed bugs like you don't have to be um it doesn't matter your, your level of cleanliness but um you legit can get them anywhere and I did a lot of research on them after that experience so if you have any questions about bed bugs holla at me no I'm just kidding just holla at google but um yeah it turns out I think in 2010 there was like a bed bug a bed bug epidemic out here in New York City so like the um, AMC theaters on 42nd street don't go there I think they for sure I think I'm pretty sure they have bed bugs um, and then also a fun fact is that like you can't just just put your mattresses out in the street like the epidemic and stuff was so bad that there's a law that you have to put bags on your beds if you're throwing them out to prevent bed bugs because they're assuming that if you're putting your bed, your bed outside it's because you have bed bugs so fun fact for you guys um hopefully that don't scare you away but yeah bed bugs are definitely a thing here but I have a funny story because I was working at Starbucks at the time and this was just a really stressful time for me because one I was living in a place infested with bed bugs. So everywhere I went, like, I just felt like everyone seen bed bugs crawling on me. No lie to when I was at the gym, there was legit a bed bug crawling on my shirt. And I, like, killed it. Ooh, this is getting, I know this is nasty, y'all. But anyways, I was working at Starbucks <laughs> at Penn Station. And I remember telling my manager, because I'm just like, yo, I got to get out of here. Like, I'm just getting eaten alive, blah, blah, blah. And shout out to Starbucks for, um, uh, they... Um, have like some program there where they give you money not as a loan but like as a gift um, if you are in like um, emergency situations and need money really quick so they actually gave me some money to help me move out of that situation but one day I came to work and then my manager pulled me to the side and he was just like you know like I don't know like if it came from you or whatever but I just wanted to let you know that we did find a bad bug up in here <laughs> and everybody was flipping this shit and I'm just in the corner like hope nobody know that was for me but um nothing else happened at Starbucks that was the only situation no one else called bed bugs or anything but yeah I just thought that was that's funny to laugh at now but I was horrified in the an actual situation so after that I moved to Washington Heights and which I stayed with a little Spanish family um, I wish I worked on my Spanish more because now I'm really trying to learn Spanish and that was the perfect opportunity to practice. But um, basically, if you're in like um, situations where you need to move immediately um, and you just want like a safe place, which usually a safe place to stay um, immediately like day of, there's a couple of room services out here because that's just how like the turnover rate, I guess, is in apartments out here. Like people are, are always looking for a place. I think on Sex and City, they said you're always looking for a job, a boyfriend, or a place to live in New York City. And that is super accurate. But um, there's room service out here. I think one of them is called Delta Rooms and stuff. Most of them are a little janky. So you, um, I guess, have to just trust your gut. But the next place I found with the Spanish family was through a room agency. And I think I paid like three fifty dollars up front, which is like a fee for finding a place. And then it was like one fifty dollars a week or something like that. So there's no lease agreement or anything. You just need a week advance um, notice if you want uh, when you want to move out and stuff like that. So super convenient if, you know, you're in between places. So I ended up there because I needed a place to go to immediately because I was not about to stay with the bed bugs. And, um... All the families that I lived with here in Washington, or sorry, in New York City, were pretty cool. Um, they were really great. The only thing that um, encouraged me to move was rules. Like, you know, there's family, so there's there's kids. And even then, if there weren't any rules, like, I took it upon myself to do things because, you know, there are kids there. And I treated 
the place as if they were my kids. So I didn't want, you know, I didn't bring people over all the time just out of respect. So me wanting to do my own thing and being a grown ass woman that I am, um, I wanted my own space and stuff. So that's why I was always at these um, places with families for such a short amount of time. And also, too, like I realized um, that one, like my home where I lay my head is like my comfortable space so if I'm not comfortable there like I'm gonna probably be moving pretty soon because that's so important like I'm so uncomfortable in the city every day that like my home needs to be my little oasis away so I'm really particular about that so that's another reason why I moved (laughs) a lot so after Washington Heights um I moved in with these two girls um, around the same age and we're all women of color. So that was all right. But the reason why I ended up moving out of here was because I ended up renting a room in a window. Yeah, I knew that going in, but I didn't realize how important the window windows are. Um, yeah, it was winter and I just wanted to get out of there and I wanted to have my own place. And this was like my first apartment where... I'm on the lease, like, you know, we did credit check and all that shit, and I got an apartment, my name's there, and it just, it was, it was not cool, I was waking up with heat rashes and stuff, so, more of the story is don't rent a room without windows, and here in New York City, they get hella creative with rooms, so, yo, like, they turn anything into a room, like, right now, in my studio apartment, if the right person, or the wrong person, sorry, got their hands on it, they'll probably turn the shit into, like, four rooms, like just enough for a bed and people are paying like a thousand dollars for a space just for their bed. It's it's really crazy out here. And the requirements requirements for even getting apartments are a little bit ridiculous. Like wherever you live, if you're coming to New York City, like just know that fi- the apartment search is nothing com- compared or similar to where you are. Like there's brokers and things like that, which I still don't really get because most of the apartments I do find on my own. And then they just have, they come with the broker. So that means you're paying like an extra $3,000 for this person who's in charge of selling the apartment, even though you found it. It's crazy. But yeah, the requirements here are a little ridiculous. Like you have to make like 40 to 60 times the rent. Like it's, it's, it's overwhelming. I don't even know. I think the reason why I got that one is because it was three of us. So like my credit isn't the greatest. They want like everywhere is like 750 credit. And um, they, the other two girls that I end up, being on the lease would kind of helped out because, you know, I had like the the money that shows that I can afford the room and then my basic ass credit score. And then they had guarantors and stuff because, you know, they, they come from parents with, who are like helping and supporting them financially. So that that's why we ended up getting that apartment. So I did, definitely didn't get that on my own. I wouldn't qualify um, on my own. But uh, yeah. So after that, um, I was only there for a couple months because I couldn't handle living in a room without a window. <laughs> it was just not comfortable at all. So I ended up moving to Bushwick um, and I lived with a couple and things were cool there. But then it turns out that the guy was raci- racist. So it was a white guy and a black woman. Um, you probably heard her on the podcast, the earlier episode podcast, maybe like that second episode, which I deleted. So if you caught it, then you know who I'm talking about. But um yeah, he was super racist, accused me of a lot of things. And also, I'm being super brief in the situations because, you know, when you go through shit, I, I came to the conclusion that when I'm going through all this bullshit, I'm just going to legit turn it into art. So I'm working on a web series in which most of these situations will be reenacted. So uh, look out and subscribe to Avocado Honey on YouTube. But yeah, I lived with this this racist um, dude who was very bold because, you know, he had this this woman who was obviously in a sunken place and it was 
them against me. And it was just, it was a lot. I remember one time, like I felt so alone because like it was um, around all, it was what shootings were. It was like shootings back to back. I can't, there's so many freaking police shootings. I can't even think of the two, but it was the one um, in the car with the child and then another one that was on the street. And I think it was just like back to back. So I was just super emotional. It was a really intense time out here. And I just remember like, I can't go home. Like it was just, it was just too much. Like no one there gets me. And then my quote unquote friends at the time weren't really around. Like it was just a lot. So I remember I was just going through it. So I was just like, I know other black people got to be going through it too. So instead of going home, well, I ended up going home to get my speaker, but instead of staying there, I remember just getting on a train. I made a playlist of pro-black music, fuck the police type music, and I blasted that shit on the train from Canarsie all the way to Harlem and then back. So that was a cool experience for me just doing that. Um, The experience on the train was really interesting. I didn't realize um, how white the trains were until I did that. Um, (laughs) So um, needless to say, most of the people wasn't fucking with it. Um, Even some of the black people that got on the train, they looked like they were looking at me like I was being OD and shit. But um, some people was definitely um, fucking with it. And I do appreciate that. But yeah, so I had to get out of there. Shout out to my friends who um, came through and helped me not go to jail because I was ready to lay my hands on that that bastard. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to be going to reenacting most of this because when life goes through this bullshit, I'm assuming that we supposed to be creating from it. So um, if you ever heard me or did anything to me, just know that it's coming to a web series soon. <laughs> but um, yeah, so after I got out of there, um, I went back to the Bronx. <laughs> Y'all just keep trying the Bronx because one, it was super cheap, but it's very, very, very expensive now because of gentrification. But um, I kept trying the Bronx because it was just cheap. So I went back. I, I went to a room agency again and I stayed with this um, single mom and like her nanny that who was there most of the time. And it was cool. Um, I just left because the neighborhood, though, like I would just. I remember walking to the train and I just looked at, I'm, I have headphones in, so I was listening to music and I was just like, you know, just trying to be aware of my surroundings. And I look and I just kind of make eye contact and then I just kept walking. And then I just hear, so I just I just feel someone yelling at me. And then so I turn my music down and the guy that I make eye contact with called me all kinds of bitches, looking like he about to get ready to put his hands on me. He was obviously mentally ill, but still that I don't want to get hurt so I like quickly made busted a left and went into a ride until I felt like it was safe and then it was just a lot of shit going on in that neighborhood and I just didn't feel safe and the fact that there was a language barrier as well so if anything were to go wrong and if I needed help I felt like I wouldn't have been able to find help so um I left <laughs> uh, so that was another Bronx story and I haven't been back to the Bronx since, but I'm not trying to diss the borough because I, most of my friends are from the Bronx. Shout out to y'all. BX, stand up all day, bodega boys. Uh-uh. But um, after that, I ended up back in Brooklyn in East New York. And um, it was with all black people. So it was a black landlord, a black roommate. So I thought it was all good. But y'all know skin folk ain't kin folk. And it was probably one of the worst situations. Not um, in a sense that like one, the landlord didn't do shit. It wasn't um up it wasn't kept up at all um I caught the flu so many times because the heat used to get cut off during the winter um the fucking 
knob in the toilet or in the tub used to hurt my toe like every time because that shit falls off like there was no cold water in the kitchen and the hot water out here is legit boiling hot I'm pretty sure it's about 100 degrees coming from that fucking faucet so it's just a lot of things going wrong in this place and then and it was a lot of warnings and long story short the fucker the landlord tony Lindsay in east new york and he's in florida so if anybody know tony Lindsay who rents out anything um he's jamaican don't rent from him because he actually robbed me i came home up to everything being gone so that's why i did um ended up taking a break doing videos and stuff for avocado and honey because i didn't have a camera laptop or anything anymore the only reason why i continued or was able to continue doing the podcast is just because y'all i'm telling you this is god's plan like i legit had my podcast recorder in my backpack that day i left so everything i had on me that day was all that i had left and you know shout out to God like I had my podcast recorder so I was able to continue to do something and that was the one thing that kept me focused I I would say and kind of made me feel like I had a purpose because that was a lot to mentally go through shout out to Hadassah for letting me stay with her for those couple months until I went back home afterwards and things like that but um yeah that was a tough time your girl was going through it but she got through it and like I said I'm gonna be creating art out of all of this so um yeah, and it, and the person I became out of it, I know this is like blah, blah, generic shit, but like the shit is real. Like the person, the growth that came out of that situation is beautiful. So, I mean, I would handle some things differently, but um, I think the, the lesson was necessary for me to become who I am right now. So, I mean, it seems unfortunate, but I mean, it was all material shit. And my friends helped me realize that, you know, I still have my life and I wasn't touched. I wasn't hurt or anything. So... That's the plus side. It was just legit all material things, except for my cat. He saw my cat. and But the cat was only, I only had the cat for like two days, so I wasn't that connected. Not like that, but like that. But like, you know, that still was fucked up. So after that, um, like I said, I stayed with my friend Hadassah, and then um, I moved. I went back home for a little bit, and then I came back. <laughs> Got tired of L.A. real quick, and then I came right back. Um, and then when I came back, I was just like staying at Airbnbs and stuff because I was on a mission this time to find a great place because I was just like, all right, we got to cut this shit. Like, you know, it's time. It's game planning. Like you got to start putting all your putting your all into avocado, honey. You got to, you know, regroup and recover and um, come back from that situation. So you got to get a new camera. You got to get a laptop. So I had a whole game plan. Um, so I came back to Airbnb, stayed with friends for a little bit. And I ended up at an apartment in Crown Heights with a couple again it was a black couple with locks everything was cool it was great but long story short they actually ended up being creeps and um they used to come into my room while I, I slept naked so I had to get out of there again more information and shit will be coming to a web series soon but yeah um that was pretty fucked up for me and that wasn't too long ago so um that was in Washington Heights and then shout out to Moo K. Growl she um housed me up in um, Brooklyn again and kind of was there for me emotionally and a lot a lot so shout out to all my friends for being there for me because I know I I had so many breakdowns out here and I got through it through with y'all so I I appreciate y'all so that's how important sisterhood is because it's not easy here like and it's it seems like yeah I'm going through a lot but I promise you every single person one here here is going through something similar not similar but just like a lot they going through their own shit as well especially the black women here that I know like we're all we are all resilient and we just keep bouncing back so now your girl is here in her studio in Harlem so um I am so fucking grateful 
that one I don't have to deal with people and it's just I can't I can't even just like express how peaceful this shit is like at first I was a little nervous um, living by myself but then all these um experiences encouraged me <laughs> gave me the the strength to do it and then the courage to do it as well but like it's been pretty peaceful um yeah I love it I love it I'm so grateful like I just wake up with a smile every day because I'm just so 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 thankful um so finding places out here in New York City I mainly use Craigslist um but Street Easy is a great site as well Street Easy is mainly for if you want to find um a new apartment or apartment in which no one is living there so no rooms or anything like a legit apartment in which you're probably going to be on the lease have to do credit check and all that shit probably have a guarantor um but yeah, so that was street easy. Craigslist is for everything else. Um, also, I, I'm knowing or learning that word of mouth is still a thing here. So like your best bet is to make friends and just speak to everyone. Honestly, like I know New Yorkers or New York have that reputation of being like, you know, rude and not wanting to be bothered. But if you legit create some some relationships out here like that can save you like you have no idea how like people be looking out for you if they fuck with you. So um, that that would be, I guess, my first suggestion is just to make friends with people, become familiar with the people around you, especially if you're going to be hitting that bodega every day, like learn Poppy's name and stuff in there, like be friendly and, you know, learn the people in the neighborhood that you're living in. And like I said, like this one here um, that I'm in now was off Craigslist through the owner type thing. So um, that's why I like Craigslist because you usually can deal with the owners and that's for me the best I think the best way to find a place is dealing directly with the owner because I learned that if the owner is not there like living on the premises most likely like your living situation is probably going to be close to shit because they usually don't give a fuck unless they're there so but that's just me and my experience I'm pretty sure other people have other experiences as well so um yeah, that's a brief summary of my living arrangements in New York City. And that's only New York City, y'all. I have, I've been having roommates since I've been 19. 19. But yeah, so um, sorry I couldn't get a guest um, this week. But people were saying that they wanted to know a little bit more about me. So I'm taking the opportunity of not having a guest now to share a little bit more. And also just in between moving and planning for the Avocado and Honey event. Your girl's been busy mentally and busy in real life physically. But um, yeah, if you haven't already, um, RSVP for the Avocado and Honey second year anniversary because it's going to be July 14 and it's going to be a beautiful event. I am working hard to make sure every person leaves this place feeling appreciated and loved because that's what we deserve. So um, it's going to start around four on July 14th, Saturday, July 14th. It's going to start around four. And um, I suggest you come around four. When I say around, so like four, four fifteen, we're going to start meditating and things at four thirty. So it says four. So be there for 415 the latest and what we're going to be doing is talking about meditation talking about positive affirmations and journaling and all that self-help gushiness um because like you know I feel like it's really important right now um I'm actually on like um I'm doing a thing with my friend Andrea <laughs> doing a thing with my friend Andrea uh, we're gonna we're our goal is to meditate at least seven days um consistently so we're on day three and meditating every morning because yeah I promote it and everything but I'm still inconsistent as well I still get caught up in my own life and feeling like I don't have time and reality you do like I don't know how many how, <laughs> how many days I just kind of sit in my thoughts for about 15 30 minutes and I could have been meditating so it's just like we'd all have 
15 minutes that we can make for ourselves each day. Like we're giving our time to so many people all the time. It's like, why can't we give ourselves 15 minutes? So um, I'm trying to be more strict with myself because we deserve it. I deserve it. So um, we're going to be talking about that. So if you're interested in learning more about like meditation and stuff, um, come through at that time. About five o'clock, we're going to be doing a live podcast recording. So definitely come through for that if you fuck with avocado and honey, because that's the whole purpose, right? Um, and me and my girl, uh, Mook, hey girl, Yo That's Mook, her podcast, Yo That's Mook, will be dropping soon. Um, so hopefully the episode, there will be an episode out by the event. So, um, you guys can already kind of be familiar with her, but if you fuck with my episode and if you're on that growth tip, you'll love her episode, her, uh, podcast as well. So she will be co-hosting it with me. Um, the, the theme, I guess would be, um, or the subject we're going to be talking about is how to maintain healthy friendships. So um, healthy friendships is the key word. Healthy is the key word. So that's going to be the talk of the night is how to maintain healthy friendships as well as holding ourselves accountable because no one's perfect. And although, you know, we are looking for um, people to be great friends to us, we also got to learn how to be a good friend to other folks. So um, that's the theme for the night. And then after that, we're going to have a party, y'all. I'm going to cur- um, curate a playlist or I might hire a DJ. I'm still torn. Depends on what my money looking like. But um, it's going to be great vibes. And then we're also going to have goodie bags. Um, I'm trying to think of all the things that are in the goodie bags right now. So I know for sure I'm going to have like this like screwdriver type toolkit it's really small it sounds like it's big but it's like a little toolkit thingy because we also independent ass women and then I have like this bullet bottle opener thing which is really cute I know these two are random but like people I'm telling people about my event and they're like here put this in there so those are two random things swell is a possibility I might have some swell water bottles in there shout out to two curly um two curly or two girls curly hair tonic um Aisha and Vanity um they're gonna be sending out some of their hair oils in which I promoted on the past episode, they were the limited pick of the week because they got my locks out here growing and just looking, <laughs> living their best lives. So um, shout out to them for having my locks looking good. They're going to send me some samples to all of you get to try it as well. Um, men that will be in the building, they will be sending some beard oil as well. So your your beard will be glowing and growing. It's <laughs> just like our locks or our hair. And then also um, I've been using this natural deodorant. I believe it's uh, Brie and Millie. And um, this deodorant has been holding me down. Like, it's like a bajillion degrees out here in New York. I'm legit sweating everywhere. I'm sweating right now as I record this episode. And um, I still smell like sandalwood. Like, you know, like I still smell good. Like, this deodorant, it's natural. Like, I'm by mine, it's blown, mind blown because, like, Tom's and all these other places. I even tried Lone, y'all. And I met Hey Friend Hey on the plane. And I was like, girl, this Lone is not working out. But she told me I was using the wrong type of Lone. And I've never gotten the correct one. So, because I found Brian Millie and it's natural and it's a black owned woman or it's a black woman who created it. So I want to support her. So she's going to be giving some samples so you all can try it. And if you like it, you can support her as well. Um, she has different scents, but I'm going to get the, get you guys the sandalwood ones because I know that's the one that that's working for me. So we're going to have that. Uh, shout out to sustain. They're going to be giving us some lube. Um, so I guess if you want to practice, um, some safe sex and you need a little pick me up in the bed, um, you can definitely try the lube. And then I have, um, rail R A E L. They're going to be giving some organic pads and panty liners, I believe. Um, 
because, you know, we are talking about just being healthy and stuff. And we got to be very careful of the things we put in our body. And a lot of women don't realize. I don't know if you guys checked out the past episode, but there is an episode on it already called Coochie Care. Um, a lot of these uh, companies put a lot of like pesticides and just poisonous things or hazardous things and toxic shit up in our tampons and pads. And we are putting those things in our bodies all the time and just to recap I realized something was wrong after I went vegan because my my body just became super sensitive and just you know just telling me letting me know everything that ain't right since going vegan and after I went vegan I think I was using like always some regular ass pads and I started to get a diaper rash like and I'm just like what the fuck is going on so then I started doing my research and realized that's a whole bunch of bullshit and those things and that's when I made the the switch to organic um feminine products or pads, tampons and things like that. I have yet to try the Diva Cup and the Thinks panties. I really think I'm going to try the Diva Cup soon though because I'm just kind of getting over over just like, you know, this disposable shit and stuff like that. So, um Diva Cup review coming soon. But um yeah, also I just want to um shout out Jennifer Lewis um because I just read her book Mother of Black Hollywood. Why well, I listen to it actually, and if you can get the chance, if you want, I send you the link for Audible so you can listen to it for free. If you never use Audible, but one, I think you need to listen to this book because I feel like you need to hear it in her voice because she is just so amazing. But her just being so transparent on how her and and also she's in New York too, like or she was in New York, like she was talking about, like you know, um, chasing her dreams out here in the seventies in New York. So that was really dope to kind of compare all the things she went through then and now uh, with my experiences here so because I'm in New York City so I thought that was great and just all the lessons yo and it's I feel like you're if you're a black woman you need to listen to to this book because she I don't want to give it away my friend was like stop telling me stop telling me because I'm about to listen because it's that good like so many life lessons and then it's just like I really just feel like I'm about to get my life together after that book so and it's just like entertaining as well and like i y'all check that book out yo shout out to her bless you jennifer lewis i appreciate you for making or for um creating that book and telling your story and being honest for it so um again avocado and honey second year anniversary will be july 14th so if you are in the new york area and you want to come through please rsvp um rsvp does not guarantee entry but you do need to rsvp in order to get in i'm telling y'all space is limited because in order for me to create this vibe for y'all um it has to be limited. I can't create the vibe for like a thousand people right now because your girl ain't balling like that. So um, it's going to be a small, cute, come summertime, fine, be, and come ready to take a lot of photos because you're going to be looking good. Everybody going to be looking good. We're going to be snapping, eating, and having a good time. Um, also, Vegan Gene will be there. Um, he will be serving some vegan food, um, probably made by both of us. We're probably going to be cooking that morning um, for y'all. And I'm going to make some really good sangria. Um, that's probably all the alcohol that's going to be there. Of course, there will be water on deck. Um, probably some juices. I don't know yet. Depends on what my money looking like. But feel free to bring your own bottle. Um, you can smoke as well. Um, you're probably going to have to smoke outside just because I don't want to kill the vibe. I don't want everybody, you know, unless everybody's cool with it. But, like, for the most part, you can. And when I say smoke, I mean the green, not the, the tobacco. But, um, yeah, just come through, y'all. Come through. It's going to be nothing but love. Nothing but love. Um, 
So if y'all fuck with me just talking to y'all like this and want to know more about me, just hit me up online and I'll do more like this. A couple of my friends and other people suggested that I open up more about myself because um, they said we only learn about the guests. But that was kind of what I was hoping for. Like I wanted each episode to kind of focus on the guests and not me because it was kind of like me learning with y'all because I learn every episode. I don't know if y'all realize that or not, but like I learn every episode. I guess that's why the questions are so great because I don't know and I just, I'm inquiring as well. So um, yeah, so if y'all want to know more about me, if y'all want me to talk more, especially just about like experiences out here in New York City because they are one of a kind, like there's no other place like New York City and it's if y'all hear noise right now it's because I'm recording by my window and New York don't know how to be quiet but um yeah and it's summertime so it's 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 gonna be a nice summer vibe for avocado and honey as well um in regards to like the conversations we'll be having on the podcast but I think that's that's good (laughs) for now um I'll go ahead and go into the limited pick of the week and um again your girl been going through it and um, we've all been going through it. Like I said, my my experiences aren't one of a kind out here. Like it's it's very common for people to go through weird and fucked up shit. And most of my friends, we are all going through it right now. But we're all bouncing back right now, actually, because like, you know, I just got this apartment like your girl's bouncing back and legit. Like, I guess a month ago we were going through it, but we're all slowly bouncing back right now. And I think it's so beautiful to see. So my lemonade pick of the week is going to be a couple of my friends who are just out here being resilient and just continue to grow despite all the bullshit they're going through. So Samantha Girl, Simone, Andrea and Alyssa, I appreciate you women. Um, Continue to shine your light, man. I know it's hard out here, but y'all continue to do it. And that's what makes that that motivates me to continue to go seeing y'all. So um, I appreciate you, ladies, and um, thanks for being you. Woo! And now for it to love a black woman, um, it's going to be going on the same thing. Like, y'all, I really love how resilient we are. Like, every time I meet a black woman, and I, and if, if you meet me, we probably going to be sharing life stories within an hour because that's just, that's just the type of person I am. And um, so, like, the black people I be meeting, or the black women I be meeting, it's just mind blown every time it's just a reminder that one you aren't alone in the bullshit you're going through because somebody is out here going through some similar fuckery that the world is putting on them for no reason I mean who am I to say there's no reason I'm not sure what where you are on your journey your growth maybe there is a reason for it but it's still fuckery um and we continue to just bounce back or at least be out here shining like and you know and not letting it dim our light like you know well we will have our little breakdowns because we are human like you know black women we do cry we do feel emotions so we do we do go through those experiences and i appreciate that one we're it's it's becoming at least in my life it's becoming the norm to do it together like all these breakdowns and everything i can recall a black woman right there by my side so shout out to black women continue to do you continue to work on you continue to spread the light yo i love y'all um and i think that wraps up this episode so this is going to be a short episode um i'm about to <laughs> I'm recording this. It's Tuesday, July third, right now. I recorded it yesterday, um, but I wasn't. I woke up and I just wasn't content with it. I felt like I wasn't. There wasn't enough details and think and things. So I'm, I'm recording it right now, and I'm about to go to Apple. Right, <laughs> go to Apple if you're on the Upper West Side. Edit it and post it within an hour or two. So I hope y'all enjoy it again. Um, also, I do want to shout out everyone on um, 
Avocado and Honey Instagram page to be showing love and support. Like, I see y'all, and I appreciate y'all. I might fuck up the Instagram names, but I'm about to go ahead and give it a try anyway. Fugitive Wits, yo, girl, I, I fuck with you heavy. I can't wait to party with you July 14th. Um, I think it's like Love Cherry Mango, girl, you too. And it's a couple other people that I, I can't, like their Instagram names are leaving my mind right now. But I do appreciate the love. Um, again, if you fuck with Avocado and Honey, uh, talk to me on Avocado Honey page or on my Instagram, which is at underscore Smanji. Um, leave a review on iTunes. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way. Um, share, like, subscribe. Again, just read the word on Avocado and Honey because, you know, we out here growing and loving together. So until next. Oh, one last thing, y'all. So your girl um, got a camera again and I'm working on the laptop as well. But long story short, I will be creating content. So after today, there will be Avocado and Honey content dropped every Tuesday so next Tuesday there will be video content and then a Tuesday after that it'll be a podcast so it's gonna go back to the regular schedule and also if you are in the New York City area and you want to give back to your community Rosella from the what will you do before you die episode is bringing back chalk heroes this summer and she's gonna be going around the Brownsville um, neighborhood in Brooklyn posting the positive affirmations from 7 to 7 July 5th the day after um white people i'm just kidding the day after independence day i'm not i ain't gonna you know i'm gonna keep it cute um the day after independence day um it's we're gonna be giving back to brownsville so i mean of course you don't have to be there for 12 hours but you can come anytime you can contact me um via social media if you have my number hit me up and um i can get you more info i can get you information on where she is located exactly whenever you want to go and things like that i will be there in the beginning um at 7 a.m um, because i will be recording for avocado and honey live so come through if you want to just be on the camera if that encourage you to come out do that um but yeah we're going to be going out posting affirmations and just trying to heal the community so i'll be there at seven to record and then i'll be leaving and then i'll also, also be coming back um probably like around four or five to uh, finish with the healing and then to also wrap up help rosella wrap up as well so Again, if you need more information on that, go to the Avocado Honey page. Um, contact me via social media. If you have my number, hit me up and I'll get you that information. Um, shout out to Rosella for doing this. Like, Rosella, I'm going to make you the Lemonade Pick of the Week, too, because this is this is fucking amazing, girl. Like, the fact that you're taking this time out to try to heal the community. Like, it's, it's very rare. People talk about it all the time, but I don't see enough people doing much. So I appreciate you, girl. Um, all right, y'all, I'll stop talking now. Like, y'all, I'm on a roll now. Like, if y'all know me, y'all know I talk a lot. So we're going to be here all day if I don't stop now. But I appreciate y'all. Um, and look out for the Chalk Heroes video from Avocado and Honey Live or Hair Tutorial next Tuesday. But there will be video content. So subscribe to Avocado and Honey on YouTube. Again, follow on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram if you want to keep up with my personal life. Um, but if you don't, that's all good as well. Um, I appreciate you for listening. Talk to you later.